listening to the weekly podcast presented by the Lighthouse Midlothian. For more information, please visit us at www.dfwlighthouse.org. Thank you and God bless. Good to see you all. I think we've had an awesome service so far. I really appreciate the worship team. Appreciate you all for joining in. Thank you, Anna, for sharing that word of faithfulness. Amen. That's encouraging. How many are encouraged by that? Yeah, we're supposed to encourage each other when we come to church. That's very encouraging. All right. So, uh, I, I thought... I found something on Facebook that I thought was pretty funny, and um, so I thought I'd share it today, which I don't often have little icebreakers, you know, but for whatever reason. Okay, you know those signs they have in front of churches with the letters on them? Sometimes they're pretty funny. Yeah, okay. All right, here's a good one. If your car is running, I'm voting for it. Here's another one. I want to grow my own food, but I can't find bacon seeds. <laughs> what happens if you get scared half to death twice? <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones. This is my stepladder. I never knew my real ladder. <laughs> This is for all our CR friends. I checked into the Hokey Pokey Clinic and I turned myself around. <laughs> is there ever a day that mattresses are not on sale? <laughs> and then this actually segues into the message today. My wife said I never listened to her or something like that. All right. Proverbs 19.21, turn there if you have your Bibles. There are many plans in a person's mind, but it is the counsel of the Lord which will stand. There are many plans in a person's mind, but it is the counsel of the Lord that will stand. All right, we talked about Psalm 1. As we began the new year, the last time I shared about being a tree that is connected into the stream, having our roots go deep, constantly being replenished, being fed, being watered, important to be connected. Uh, this should be a time of connection into the word. You should have that personal walk with Jesus Christ, that, that daily time when you're in the word. We talked about that. So it says in verse 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. That's one way we're connected. We talked about it being in the word. But if you're like me, this word law, the, how can law be your delight? How many are delighted when you see the speed limit? Doesn't delight me. Me and Russell, no. Okay. 
We obey, but we don't have to like it. All right. We like going to West Texas. We don't really like that, do we? Okay. All right. Thanks, Russell. All right. So that word is translated very poorly, in my opinion, because the Hebrew word is Torah. Torah. The word we call law. Now, Torah is based on the word yara, which means to point or to shoot. It means to give direction or instruction. Now, I like that a lot better. When I think of the first five books of what we call the Bible, the Torah as instruction, as direction, as more than inspiration, it's God saying this way. Why? Because this way is life. This way is death. Which way do you want to go? And we find the more we follow God's ways, the more we find life. He's a way maker, but he makes a way to give us more and more life and not just get by kind of life, but abundant life, fruitful life, bearing fruit in every season. And his instructions or his word, what did the disciples say to Jesus? You have the words of life. He said, when everyone vacated, when Jesus was speaking, he said some things that were hard. He didn't always just give the, you know, the quotable quote of the day. I'm Jesus, and I came to make your day brighter. Sometimes he said hard things. And a lot of people like, mm, we didn't sign up for all that. Take up your cross. Huh? Follow me even where I don't want to go. He says, well, what about you guys? You going to leave too? They said, you have the words of life. They may be hard words sometimes, but when we follow your words, there's just something there that gives us an abundance, that gives us freedom. There's more freedom in Jesus doing the things we don't want to do than there is doing the things we want to do on our own. So, Torah teaching, instruction, direction, to throw, to aim, to point. We all need direction, amen? And we all need the counsel of the Lord because we have so many plans. We met, the eldership met, and, and we have plans. But I just want to let you know today, it's the counsel of the Lord that we want. We want his direction. We want to say, Okay, Lord, you're pointing that way. We're going to go that way. We don't even know what that way is sometimes. He said, Abraham, I need you to go to a land that you don't even know. Huh? Can I see a brochure? Can I see the map? Can I see the satellite view? He didn't have any of that. We went to Cabo. I'd never been to Cabo at the tip of the Baja. And going to a new place. I'm somewhat of an explorer, somewhat of a traveler. And I wanted to know what there was there. So I pulled up the satellite. I looked at all the places. I saw where the, the harbor was. I saw where the beach was for the locals. I, wanted, I didn't want to go to the tourist beach. I wanted to go to the locals beach. 
I, I found out where there was danger, what was up a mountain, what was down a hill. And so that when we got there, we had a good time. And it was exactly the way I pictured it because I got to look at it. I got to find out what was there. And Connie, she even admitted after we got to the locals' beach, she said the planned mutiny has been canceled. Because <laughs> she's been along with me sometime when I didn't know where I was going. I thought I did. I pretended I did. I was so sincere, as Charlie Brown said, how can we lose when we're so sincere? <laughs> we can be sincerely wrong. We can sincerely be going in the wrong direction so we need the counsel of the lord we need direction and so that's why we ask for prayer pray for us as a as an eldership as leaders because we believe that god places elders and leaders in the church we pray we get direction we're open to any voice in the church but god's voice must be number one one of my favorite passages in the New Testament about direction, and this is not going to be very long today, Acts 16. You can turn there if you want to. I will be reading it. However, you can get the most out of this scripture. All right, so in Acts 16, Paul came to a place called Derby and to Lystra, and a disciple was there named Timothy. Don't you love Timothy? If you've read the Bible, it's just a cool story. All right. The son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. And he was well spoken of by the brethren who were in Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted this man to go with him. And he took him and he circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those parts. For they all knew that his father was a Greek. Now, I find this very interesting because you can read in Galatians where Paul says, Circumcision? Yeah, not necessary. I just want to clarify this really quick. We're not going to go down this rabbit trail. He was willing to do it to be a testimony and to have an open door, but he was not saying you had to do this for salvation. It was those who were saying you had to follow this law in order to be saved that he was so vehemently against. Okay, that's the difference here. There's a lot of little things in the Bible like that. Okay, so moving right along. All right. While we were passing through the cities, they were delivering the decrees which had been decided upon by the apostles and elders who were in Jerusalem for them to observe. Verse 5. So, the churches were being strengthened in the faith and were increasing in number daily. That's exciting. They passed through the Phrygian and Galatian region. That's all in present-day Turkey. Having been forbidden, listen to this, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. I don't know how that worked. They went to speak and nothing came out. Or that sometimes you just have a feeling in the pit of your stomach, I'm not supposed to do this. Or maybe they had a big dream of a stop sign, even though that didn't exist back then. Okay, so something happened. They were forbidden to speak the word in Asia. And after they came to Mycenae, they were trying to go to Bithynia. These are all actual places. You might as well be talking about Austin, Fredericksburg, San Antonio. You know, these were real places. All right. We, they tend to be just words to us, but, but they're real places. Okay. And the Spirit of Jesus did not permit them to go there. Now, how did that look? The Spirit of Jesus himself. Okay. So, 
passing by Mycenae, they came to Troas. And then a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing and appealing to him, saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. It doesn't get much plainer than that. Yes? We used to say in Bible school, I would need three dreams and a vision to do that. Okay, that would be quadruple confirmation. God doesn't always, sometimes he gives you one. Sometimes he gives you two. Okay, but God is very patient with us. Amen? Okay, so whatever reason that God decided to give it that way, sometimes we need direction that is that clear. Usually when we have that clear of a direction, it is because we're going to face some opposition. And when we're in that situation, we go, wait a minute, wait, I had a dream. God said to go this way because that, you know, sometimes we're going in a direction. I think, well, was this me? Was this Jimmy's pizza? Was it the devil? You know, no, this was a dream of a guy from Macedonia. And he was saying, come and help us. And he probably had to remember that when they were in the, the first city they went to was Philippi. What happened to him in Philippi? They got thrown in jail. Okay, so stuff happens. That probably allowed them to sing in jail. We had a dream, a dream of Macedonia. Okay, try to rhyme that with something. All right. So they had a dream, they had a vision. Come over to help us. And when we had seen the vision, immediately, this is verse 10, we sought to go into Macedonia. I like how it says immediately. They didn't pray about it for a long, long, long time. They just went. Okay, immediately they went. And putting out to sea from Troas, we ran straight course to Samothrace, and on the day following to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is the leading city of the district of Macedonia. A Roman colony. Now, notice that the vision was broad. It was like, go to Macedonia. Well, Macedonia is a big place. Where do we start? They went to the capital city, Philippi, leading city. Okay? So, you don't always have all the answers when you're following God. <laughs> I'd like Macedonia, this city, this address, and talk to this person. But no, it's a general direction that gets very specific. Okay, so they go there, and then 13, on the Sabbath day, we went outside the gate to a riverside where we were supposing that there would be a place of prayer, and we sat down and began speaking to the women who had assembled. And a woman named Lydia from a city of Thyatira, which is back in Turkey, by the way. Interesting. She was there. Now she's here. A seller of purple, purple fabrics, a worshiper of God. She was listening, and the Lord opened her heart to respond to the things spoken by Paul. And then we hear that she and her whole, bap, her whole family get baptized. Okay? So all that, and it ends up as a person, a woman named Lydia. And Lydia opens the door of a brand new adventure, and a church is born, 
And we have the wonderful letter to the Philippians, rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say rejoice. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Be anxious for nothing. Have this mind and heart that was in Christ. I mean, the riches of that letter came from this encounter with this woman, this direction, this dream, this being forbidden to go this way. But they went this way and it was because of God's counsel this direction was not in their minds they were not thinking about Macedonia they were thinking about all these other places there are many plans in a person's mind but the counsel of the Lord will stand. We have this wonderful book because the counsel of the Lord stood. Now, all of us could share our stories of how God directed us to a place and a time. If you're here as part of this church family, I believe God directed you. Sometimes it was because someone invited you. Zach knew Chris, who knew Jason, who knew me. Yes, we're all woven together. Maggie and Arlen came here from the Netherlands because they knew the Kaisers, and they went to Time of Refreshing, and we met them there, and here they are. Who would have ever thought? And you think of your story of how God directed you. Sometimes when you're being directed, you don't know it. Sometimes we're on a stairway going up, and sometimes it's an escalator. God's taken us along, we don't even realize it. And other times, he gives us a very clear word, and he says, obey, go to the land that I'm going to show you. <laughs> you don't understand it, but guess what? You don't have to understand it, because it's his counsel that's going to last. All right, and I could give you story after story, much to my, my testimony of how we ended up back here in Midlothian after never wanting to go to Midlothian. I've shared it before. It took a dream and a vision and a willing wife who didn't want to come here either. Okay? We, we were very happy living in England. We were very happy. Finally, things were settling down. Finally. And God said, go home. But, 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 that's what my granddaughter says. But, but, but. It's time to go home, Annie. But, but, but. I'm always doing that. But, but, but. We go that way, but wait. We, it took us a great deal of time, effort, and energy to come over here. But it's the counsel of the Lord that will stand. Okay. There are many plans in a person's mind, but the counsel of the Lord will stand. We can make plans. We have many things in our hearts. Only God knows what's around the next corner. We didn't know there would be a tornado this last year. <laughs> we didn't know that. God knew. Yeah. God knew. We were making plans that afternoon. We were having a big powwow about what to do with the youth group. What night to meet? Who would be involved? Who would help Lauren and Reese? And you know, 
God's answered that. We've come full circle. Yes, they have help. We have workers. Praise God. God answered our prayers. Yeah? All right. Won't belabor that point. We didn't know David would have a brain hemorrhage and be out for so many weeks. We didn't know that. God knew it. There's so much we don't know. God knows all. Amen? There's things we're going to announce this week. We didn't know when they were in the works originally. We didn't know. It's okay to not know. If God's in it, it's okay to change plans as long as they're his plans. And sometimes he says, go this way, and evidently, eventually he'll bring you back around again. So you don't know. God delights in directing our paths, I believe. God delights in it. His ways are higher than ours. But what is most important, it's not really the this way or the that way, but it's, number one, have we invited him along for the ride? More importantly than that, are we going where he's going? <laughs> Winky Prattney, great teacher when I was in Bible school. You know, there used to be a, a, a bumper sticker that said, God is my co-pilot. He had one that said, if God is your co-pilot, move over. All right. <laughs> I agree. Proverbs 3, 6 says, in all your ways, acknowledge him, know him. And what? He will direct your path. That's a promise. But it's a promise with a condition. <laughs> yes, we have to acknowledge him. We have to know him. Okay, Isaiah 9, 6. I love this. He is a wonderful counselor. Yes? Now, counsel was something very important in the Hebrew mindset, in the Hebrew word, world. Um, Thinking back to the Old Testament, the kings would always have counselors. And David had counselors when he became king. One of his most trusted counselors was a guy named Ahithophel. Ahithophel. Poor guy. I wonder if he became a counselor. And rabbinic literature, Ahithophel was such an amazing counselor that there's been all these legends that have arisen that he had powers. And uh, the Hebrews had this thing called the Urim and the Thummim that we don't, they were in the uh, breastplate of the high priest and they somehow gave direction. We don't know if they were like dice, and you rolled them. If you got a black one, it was no. If you got a white one, it was yes. Could have been, you know, I don't know. But they were saying that he had the powers of the Urim and the Thummim. This guy was legendary in his ability to counsel. And when David's son Absalom became, he didn't become king, he, he arranged <laughs> He created a rebellion. 
and David left in the middle of the night, and that's a whole story that if you're reading your Bible through this year, you'll get to read that story. It's a really good one. All right, so when Absalom became king, guess who stayed? Ahithophel stayed to counsel Absalom. Da, 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 da. I mean, this is serious business, and David knew that the counsel of Ahithophel would make Absalom a success. Uh, this is kind of scary. You know, David, who wrote, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And now, ah, his world's just been completely turned upside down, and things are going crazy. And so he comes up with a plan to send covertly another counselor named Hushai. Hushai the counselor. Go into Absalom's court and give counsel that is contrary to Ahithophel. It's a great plot. And so Ahithophel gives Absalom good counsel. You should do this, 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 and this, and that. And Hushai is like, oh, really? What you need to do is this, 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 and that. And Absalom's like, well, let me consult my hairdresser. He had legendary hair, amazing hair. I mean, he was Pantene and you name it, all rolled up into one. L'Oreal, I mean, they all had him under contract for the commercials, you know? That was Absalom. He didn't, he didn't know what to do where. He just knew he was pretty, and he looked in the mirror, and he liked it, okay? So pardon the paraphrase. I got to get you to pay attention some way or the other. Did he say Pantene? All right. So Ahithophel and Hushai, opposing counsel. Ahithophel's counsel was actually, if Absalom had followed it, he would have probably maintained the kingdom. But there's a very important verse that says the Lord purposed for the counsel of Ahithophel not to be followed. It was the Lord's purpose that Absalom not remain there. It was the Lord's purpose to bring David back. And so Absalom chose the counsel of that which brought him destruction. Even though, okay, so what do I get from all this? Well, I think it's just an excellent illustration of the verse that we read when we opened Proverbs 19.21, there's many plans in the person's mind, but the counsel of the Lord will stand. Jesus said in Matthew 16.18, I will build my church and the gates or the counsels of hell will not prevail against it. That's comforting to me because I just look at where the church is right now. Oh, my goodness. I mean, men and women, people have done everything they can to muddy the waters with what, when I read the book of Acts, I'm like, hmm? I mean, that's our desire as leadership. We want a New Testament church. Well, New Testament church had a lot of problems. So do you really want a New Testament church? Read 1 Corinthians, all right. <laughs> all right, so Psalm 127.1. This is one of my favorite verses when it comes to 
guidance and church and leadership unless the Lord builds the house. We labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guides the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. So we as elders and myself as pastor, we want God's plan. I've tried enough of my own stuff to know that I don't need it. Unless the Lord puts it there, it's not going to work. That doesn't work, okay? We want God's counsel for our church family. You, y'all, because this is the church right here? Yes? Okay. Thank you. Amen. Because why? This is his church. This is his church. It's not mine. It's not yours. It's God's. We're God's people. We get to partner with him. We've been given the responsibility or duty as elders to care for those who consider this their church home, to watch out for you. And I can say without a question that we take this responsibility very seriously. We're going to have to give account. So, please come on Wednesday night to hear what we believe God is saying, showing us for this coming year. And I say all that under the premise that we honestly don't know what could happen this year. Amen? We don't know what's going to happen when we leave this building. But God does. We can make plans. But rest assured, everybody, rest assured for you in your own life. If you have committed your life to Jesus Christ, if you are serious about being a follower of his, then ultimately God will have his way. He will either change circumstances on your behalf or he will change your mind. If you surrender to him, there's this little thing called cooperation. Now the cool thing is God does give us dreams and desires. He does, and he blesses those. But I can't explain it. I, it's a mystery, our walk with God. We must be open and yielded to his counsel. So I encourage you today, whose counsel do you want? Whose counsel will you get? You can make your own plans, whether you're 12 22, 32, 42, 52, or 62, any age, God desires to walk with us. And he delights in it. So let's stand together. Prayer team, come on up. Whose counsel will you get? Thank you, Lord, today that you're here. Thank you, Lord, that you are a way maker. You're the one that makes the way before us. So we surrender to your will and your plan. Lord, now we just thank you for where we are. Lord, we thank you for this school. I thank you for this family that you brought together. I thank you that you have sustained us over the past three months, over the past
so many years. And God, we declare today in this place that you are good. And your mercy endures forever and ever. And even if we've blown it, even if we've made the wrong decisions, today can be a new day. Today, we can make the right decision to follow you.